Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Monday, October 16, 2023, and this is day 2035 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we glorify you and we honor you and praise you above all others. Thank you so much, my Lord, for speaking today. I pray, Lord, that it will be all about you. I thank you, my Lord, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, again, that you will speak today and that it would be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. Today's message is, you better recognize. (laughs) We must recognize, though, seriously, who is truly in control and not allow pride to get in the way between us and God. God is the one who should be in control, not us. We're coming out of Acts chapter 12, verses 19 through 24. Acts chapter 12, verses 19 through 24. And it says, Then Herod went from Judea to Caesarea and stayed there. He had been quarreling with the people of Tyre and Sidon. They now joined together and sought an audience with him. After securing the support of Blastus, a trusted personal servant of the king, they asked for peace because they depended on the king's country for their food supply. So my commentary breaks it down a little more that these were co- these coastal cities, Tyre and Sidon, were free and self-governing, but economically dependent on Judea. We don't know why Herod had quarreled with them, But now representatives from those cities were trying to appease him through his personal servant. So they were basically saying, look, please, they knew how much they needed Herod. And uh, for their water, probably for other economical resources. And if there was not peace between them and and Herod, that would uh, jeopardize their whole community, uh, the people would not be able to live or survive without them being at peace. So this was going on. uh, And as we now go to verse 21, we'll see what else is happening. And it says, On the appointed day, Herod, wearing his royal robe, sat on his throne and delivered a public address to the people. They shouted, This is the voice of a God, not of a man. Immediately, Because Herod did not give praise to God, an angel of the Lord struck him down, and he was eaten by worms and died. But the word of God continued to spread and flourish. So I guess the people from Tyre and Sidon didn't have to worry about that anymore. Or, you know, I don't know who, well, his son, I believe, took his place, but It is really a very, very important thing to never, ever take God's glory 
that is all sin is you know bad but this as we can see taking god's glory oh man can lead to immediate death point number one in my early 20s uh my husband and i knew someone who was extremely prideful and full of himself so much so that he would even beat on his wife if she did not do things exactly the way he wanted. That was the most horrible thing uh, to me, or one of the beating on uh, someone uh, that's vulnerable, someone that's weaker than you, uh, whether you know be a, a female or male, uh, a child, whatever the case may be, that is not of God. And once while at his house, now this gentleman had nice cars, uh, fancy clothes, lots of money. And uh, one day while at his house, uh, he got mad at his wife for making him the wrong vegetable. And he began to fight her. And my husband immediately jumped in and stopped him from hitting on his pregnant wife by any means necessary. It was an extremely traumatic event. I'll never forget it. And to see her face and, you know, the scuffle, you know, with my husband, literally them fighting him, trying to get him off of her. And uh, we, this man thought he was a god. I had never met anyone as arrogant and evil as him. After a short time, his wife left him along with their children. Uh, I believe they had two children at the time, and, and he, he never saw them again. Many years later, we saw him, and this was not, you know, maybe a good, uh, by then I was, in my 50s. My husband and I were in our 50s when we saw him again. And uh, and he had lost his mind, basically. He lived in homeless shelters and on the streets. My husband and I saw him, you know, at, at that time, and um, we took him to church with us. He, he agreed to go, and, and I believe he accepted Jesus uh, as his Savior that day. Uh, he told me that he missed his wife and he really was sorry for what he had done. And, I, and I'm so grateful that God gives us more than one chance. He gives us many chances because, you know, it could be any of us, um, you know, either like him or like the, the wife um, experiencing such a horrific thing and him perpetrating such a horrific uh thing on someone else and uh he said he missed his wife and and he felt really bad for what he had done and he he missed his children and and that uh, he wished he could see them again it was extremely sad to see but then i remembered i knew what had taken place and i knew he was um he had been punished it was basically suffering the consequences for the choices he had made. But even with that, God had mercy and grace upon him. He was able to accept the Lord and 
And I said I believed he did because I don't really know. I know when the opportunity was given at church to accept Jesus, I saw him uh, do that. And, you know, but that was between him and God. Point number two, so often the choices we make can literally destroy our lives or even kill us as it did with Herod. There are consequences to every choice we make. We need to recognize the importance of putting aside pride and obeying the Lord. The other thing we need to recognize is that we should never, ever, ever, ever take God's glory. Or we could end up like Herod, dying a horrible death with intense pain, eaten alive by worms from the inside out. If this is you, you need to repent quickly, asking God for forgiveness. He is so merciful that he forgives us for our sins. Even some of the most horrific things that people can do to bring harm upon someone else. God loves us that much that he will forgive us. I have made so many horrible choices in my life, and I'm so grateful that God has forgiven me. Proverbs sixteen eighteen says, Pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. Better it is to be of humble spirit with the lowly than to divide the spoil with the proud. It's better to remain humble all in all. And it takes humility to truly serve the Lord and obey him. You know, pride, when we disobey God, that most times is because we feel like we know more than God. We know the best way to do it, we think. So we're putting ourselves ahead of God on the way we want to do things. See, it can be extremely subtle. We might think it has to be something as big and broad as as what Herod did. But no, it can be something like God is saying, I want you to do it this way. And you say, no, I'm going to do it this way. You may not even say no. You just go and do it your way. Well, that's being disobedient to God. I can remember many times in my own life um, coming up with my own backup plan to the backup plan rather than trusting what God told me to do. God may have already told me how to do it and I didn't do it that way. And then I suffered the consequence for doing so. One thing that stood out, and I've shared this with you all a, a few times, but it, it, it was quite a, quite a pivotal point in my life. When I had my, um, God bless me with the staffing business, I had hospitality staffing and we were doing very well. Uh, and uh, God had opened many doors for us, hotels and banquet halls and uh, private weddings and things like that. And people would hire us. And I remember um, I would spend lots of money. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, I had my Bank of uh, American Express card and and I would charge that thing up and pay it off every month, you know, and it could have been easily charged up to $10,000. And a lot of it was shopping or whatever. And I remember my accountant giving me a warning saying, Jackie, you need to watch your spending. You know, it's really, you know, you're really getting up there, basically. And uh, she says, so, you know, based upon what you're bringing in, you really need to watch that. And you know what I told her? I said, 
well, I guess I need to make more money then. And it was just really smug. It was really, when I even think about it, it just gives me, it cr- makes me cringe because it was not an humble statement. It was a very prideful statement. Just being real with you. Very prideful. And you know, I don't know if you've ever seen people where they start off pretty humble. And then once things start going really great, they make money, they start getting all, you know, high up in rank and people noticing them. Sometimes, you know, we can get a little prideful and not even recognize it. But God certainly knows how to get our attention. And I would say that was the category I had fallen in very subtly because I always thought I was a very humble person, but not there I wasn't. And God brought me down. Oh, yeah. (laughs) He brought me down and he also showed me. Around that time, I was also praying, Lord, please show me what you would have for me to do. He said, I'm going to show you, all right. And he did. I ended up losing everything, just about. Just about everything. Uh, 9-11 happened, which was a very sad occasion in our history. Uh, It affected our business. We weren't getting banquets and business and parties anymore. People weren't traveling anymore like they used to. Everything came to a screeching halt, including our business. And we ended up having to shut it down. It was, you know, no no one wanting to do business anymore, really. And uh, at least not at that moment. It took some time. We weren't making the money, so I wasn't, we weren't able to, my income was needed and couldn't pay the rent or the mortgage and lost our home and so many things. Lost a car. God got my attention. And over about a three-year period, he had my attention and was showing me and what he wanted me to do. He was cleaning house <laughs> uh, spiritually for me. Uh, we he provided we ended up getting another place to stay uh, we rented for a while and then god blessed us with the house we're in now but every second <clears throat> i could say of my life it seemed especially those first several months i was so in tune to god with god and i still am but I'm, i i literally felt it in me for every breath i was counting on god like lord which way do i go now how do I get here? What do I do? And, and I learned the importance of trusting God and putting him first and remaining humble, even when, you know, God blesses us abundantly with stuff. It's not about the stuff. And that's what God was showing me. It's not about the things. It's about him. And now, I can have all kind of stuff and things and it doesn't even matter anymore. (laughs) It's all about my Lord and Savior. And those things will die out. They will dry out. They will rot. They will go away. But my life with Christ will never end. And that's what it's about. And I'm so grateful that God gave me another chance. And that he showed me what he would have for me to do and that I yielded and obeyed him. And now I'm able to serve and minister and encourage and uplift and edify the people that God puts in my life. And that's what it's all about. What about you? I know, you know, it might not be something you can talk to anybody about, 
but you can talk to God about it. God is saying, bring it to me. Cast your cares unto me, for I care for you. You may be that person that's harming someone else because of pride, or or you may be on the receiving end of it, and, and you're wondering, what else do I do? And God is saying, I never intended for you to be in a situation like that. Just like that woman, get out of there. You, you are so valuable to the Lord. We all are. And God will take care of you. Now, if you don't know Jesus, this is your day. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That is the ultimate. And now you will spend eternity with Jesus Christ and with God the Father. Glory be to God. I love you all so very much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E-B like boy, U-Y-C-K-S Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And don't forget to check us out on TZoneKC.org to learn more about what we're doing in the community, teaching our youth life skills, workforce skills, entrepreneurship development, peer mediation, human and sex trafficking awareness, along with DIY programs, teaching them. Uh, teaching our youth how to do minor household repairs. Uh, We thank you for your contributions, for your prayers and your support. And also I want to tell you, if you are someone that gives to the United Way, you can designate your giving by choosing Transition Zone as who you would like for your donation to go to. We're very excited about that and grateful for that opportunity. So if you feel so led to do so, please choose Transition Zone as who you would like to donate to through United Way. All right, Mighty Warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day. Fulfilling the purpose that God has given you and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.